America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial broadcasting live. The Sony and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org, and of course on the NSN app. I remind you that tomorrow is uh, Giving Tuesday. Our friends at JNF, the Jewish National Fund, who we spoke with extensively about Giving Tuesday last week, uh, remind everybody that their uh, contribution, everyone's contribution, is worth double tomorrow. So keep that in mind. You can go to jnf.org for information, jnf.org for information. Speaking of JNF, Ariel Cutler, our good friend, is with us live via telephone, Director of Development for JNF of America. He is based in Israel, and he could certainly give us an update about what has been happening over the last few days in the Holy Land. Ariel Cutler, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. Great to be back with you. Sorry about the circumstances. Yeah. We had better news to share after this uh, crazy last couple of days. Well, let's start from this point, then we'll go backwards. What's happening today? Are the fires under control? Is this a situation that most people are considering to be over? How would you describe Monday in Israel? Baruch Hashem, the fires are out. The fires are out. Our firefighters are uh, pretty much back to normal. They're definitely still on high alert. Right. There's definitely a sense that this wasn't a a mistake, this fire. There's definitely a sense that there may be more like it coming. But at this point, uh, thank God, we are back to normal. We are back to Shidra, as we say it in Israel. We're back to the reality. How... how, How uh, difficult was the situation? I mean, I know that uh, in general, anywhere around the world, even with the best fire departments, it takes time sometimes to get, uh, you know, wildfires under control. That that we know from the way media reports about these things. Um, How would you describe the way the situation was at the height of the situation? Uh, if, If it was one fire that was too big to deal with, like the Carmel Fire in December 2010, and we knew what we were dealing with, it would have been, you know, a battle that you know what you're fighting. The problem was that every couple minutes, every half hour, another arson was started around the country. Wow. And it kept pulling the scene of where the fire is and what we're fighting from uh, Zichron to Haifa, to Beit Meir, to Natas, to Chalamish, to Dolev, the entire state of Israel was covered with fires. Yeah. To Latrun, to, to the gas station, when you're going down from Jerusalem, that, that, that the gas station, the Char Haggai, that they had to close the Tel Aviv Yerushalayim Highway because they were afraid the gas station would be, would be engulfed in flames because of a Molotov cocktail that was thrown near Natas that, uh, you know, was an arson. Unbelievable. It, it, was, it was unbelievable. I can tell you that Shabbos, we were sitting outside, you know, and, and you, don't know, you don't know what's going on over Shabbos. You have no idea how Shabbos is, but all we, we kept seeing over Shabbos, the firefighting airplanes, and we kept hearing the sirens going, you know, from side to side, heading towards Yushayim, knowing that something was going on, and that's when the fire was going on in Nataf, and there were restaurants that were destroyed, there were more homes that were destroyed over Shabbos. So it, it, was, it was a rough couple of days, and thank God things seem to be back to normal, but back to normal, again, we have uh, 700 homes that were damaged in Haifa, right. 37 that were destroyed, there's 569 houses throughout Israel that were destroyed, that were burned down to nothing, uh, 137 people that were injured, this, I mean, thank God nobody was killed. Yeah, it was. it's amazing and a miracle, miraculous nobody was killed, and it is in the billions, the uh, in billions of dollars, the damages 
done throughout Israel. Uh, Ariel Cutler is with us from Israel as we discuss the the fires. The um, uh, you know, ironically enough, uh, almost uh, well, m- must have been just a couple of months ago, we spoke with um, we spoke with representatives of the fire department or one of the fire departments that JNF is directly affiliated with and that helps support in Israel. Uh, we know that there has been incredible, I think we could use that word, incredible reaction and support, uh, a support system from the United States and from other countries as well to help Israel deal with it, including personnel from other countries, including the U.S., who actually went to uh, help their uh, firefighting brethren fight these fires. But I, I would imagine that <laughs> Israel and JNF is taking a very close look at the situation and determining that they've got to be even better prepared for something like this in the future than they were at this point, right? Yeah, 100%. I mean, listen, we, we've gone a long way since the Carmel Fire, and they doubled the force as far as firefighters. But, but the gap of where we have to get to, where we want to be, we're still 550 fire trucks short. We're still short 550 fire trucks. They replaced the fire trucks that are more than 20 years old, and to make sure there's enough fire trucks covering the state of Israel in case of need. Right. And, and I, I hung up earlier with Einat, who's the, the director of finance at the fire commission. She said, she said about $5 million is what they lost in equipment over the last week of fighting. Wow. Unbelievable. So, so no question that the firefighters who came from all over the world to help and, and the airplanes that came from Turkey and, and Egypt and, and all over the world and, and, and Greece and, and Cyprus, was was incredible, but yeah. fires happen every day. There's a hundred thousand calls that I know, fire and, and rescue services in the state of Israel respond to every single year. And it's like and, it, it's sort of like debunking a myth because I remember growing up, you know, when we would see the fire station, you know, in Givat Mordechai in Yerushalayim, and you know, people would joke like, you know, it's the easiest job in Israel because there's <laughs> there's, there's never any calls and most of everything is made out of stone. So you know. And and then, as time goes on, even before the Carmel Fire, which opened everybody's eyes to that situation, uh, you realize, as you just described, that there is constant movement uh, of fire departments throughout the entire country. And, and you know, we shouldn't believe the myths. We should look at the reality that there's a tremendous amount of support that's needed. There's tremendous amount of support that's needed. I'll tell you, one of the biggest naches I have is sending a shul or a donor around America a printout of the last 12 months of what his JNF fire truck did in Israel. Mm. And, you know, you have schools throughout New York, throughout America, who've donated fire trucks. You have individuals. You send them a report of their fire truck. Their fire truck went out on 500, 800. If it's in a major city, it could be 1,500 life-saving calls in one year. You know, there's not a lot of stuff you could take with you to Olam Haba, but you could definitely print that list and take it with you when you go up. To show, you know, your fire truck saved so many lives. Yeah. It's unbelievable, these fire trucks, how many calls they go out, how many lives they save, and, and, and what they really do. And we still have a long way to go uh, to do this. And, you know, you mentioned at the beginning, Giving Tuesday. It's a great opportunity because every dollar we raise is matched. Every dollar is worth two for Israel tomorrow. No and question. it started today. So go online at JNF.org and, and make your difference. And, and let's not wait for the next emergency because, you know, unfortunately there will be another one. We don't know. Hopefully it won't happen. Halavai. But if it does happen, we better be prepared. We better be as ready as we can to make sure that uh, the state of Israel is ready to respond with the fire and rescue services that it needs. And JNF is the only organization that has this relationship with the Israeli government. 
There was a law passed in order for us to purchase fire trucks together with the Israeli government. We only give one-third of the cost of a fire truck. A fire truck costs about $400,000, $450,000, and JNF commits to 125, and a new fire truck gets on the road and uh, saves lives throughout Israel. So uh, a lot to do in Nahum. Could say that again. Ariel Cutler is with us from Israel, Giving Tuesdays tomorrow. You can go to the JNF Jewish National Fund website, jnf.org. Remember, everything tomorrow is, in fact, double your contribution on Giving Tuesday and a unique opportunity right now to help respond to what has happened in Israel by helping to rebuild in some ways, but certainly to continue to build Israel's fire department, something that JNF is directly involved with constantly. How about a little philosophy, uh, Ariel? Uh, we always say the enemy is very creative. Uh, what were your thoughts as you realized, like so many others, that they had utilized this method to try to, uh, to, try to uh, affect the Israeli people? So, so I'll tell you, it was interesting. We have an organization that we fund called Hashomer HaChadash, a partner organization called Hashomer HaChadash. We featured, them, we, we featured them Friday morning here. Oh, amazing, amazing. And Hashomer HaChadash had 700 volunteers driving around in their private cars up north searching for arsonists trying to start fires. And I can't tell you the amount of fires they were able to stop. It's unbelievable. I would say 40 to 50 fires these 700 volunteers, the guy who heads at Yoel Zilberman, was, was, was working around the clock, around the clock, around the clock, until last night. He called me last night at 11 o'clock, and it's the first time in four days I'm going home to put my head down. I just want to say thank you. We couldn't have done it without JNF. And really, that, 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 that stopped fires. Yeah. And to see Israelis who come out socially, you know, it's, it's a social movement to come out and, and say, I, I, want to, I want to take part. I don't want to just sit at home and watch the fires. Let me see what I can do to stop the next fire. And, and what they said was amazing. They stopped cars, and they found people in the cars with, with um, gasoline ready to start fires. And um, it, 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 it's, it's nothing that you have intelligence information about. It's not somebody who's coming with a gun. It's any gas station. You, know, you stop at a gas station, and you can start a fire with a match. I mean, we use a match to light the Shabbos candles Friday night, you know. We bring uh, Kedusha through uh, lighting a fire. Or, or you bring warmth to your house through lighting a fire. You, you don't do it to destroy buildings and to evacuate 75,000 people from the city of Haifa and the community of Beit Meir, you know. I mean, OJ, the people who went to learn in OJ, the community is destroyed. Now, now what, does that, what, what does that mean? Start with the yeshiva itself. What's the condition there? I'm not sure the condition of the yeshiva itself. I, I'm telling you that I, I spoke to uh, Tal Goldstein. He's a firefighter in Ashkelon. He called me to say it looks like the area was bombed. He, he, he was fighting the fire there. Friday morning when he got out of fire, fighting the fire there, he called me and he said, Ariel, I can't tell you how bad the situation is. He called me to say that he was riding a fire truck that was donated by a guy from the Youngest Old Woodmere. Huh. He said, I took some crazy pictures. I'm going to send them to you to send you know, the, the guy from Youngest Old Woodmere who donated this fire truck. Unbelievable. JNF is collecting, uh, in general, to continue their projects in Israel, as we discussed last week here at JM in the AM, but now is a golden opportunity for everybody to support uh, what they do uh, directly every single day, and that's to deal with the uh, fire departments throughout Israel and get the equipment that's needed and fund uh, whatever's necessary so that uh, when this, God forbid, happens again or the next episode does occur, uh, they are as prepared as possible and will be less reliant on... Uh, 
people answering the call from around the world. You can go to JNF.org for information, JNF.org. And don't forget, tomorrow is Giving Tuesday, which means everything you contribute tomorrow, once the Giving Tuesday campaign is kicked off, uh, will be automatically doubled uh, to make your contribution even more effective and welcome. Ariel Cutler, anything else you'd like to add on this? I want to end with the bracha, that the fire trucks and the firefighters are busy sitting at the fire station making sure their truck is ready, but that they never have to go out on the call again. And, and really, thank you. I want to give a shout-out to the community in Livingston that is raising money for a fire truck and the young Israel of Woodmere that's doing another fire truck. And, and really, it's unbelievable. The love and support from the people in America. We are Amishal. We are one nation even though we're separated by 6,000 miles, and uh, we feel it here, so thank you. Thank you very much for all you do for JNF and the people in the land of Israel. Ariel Cutler is Director of Development for JNF of America, based in Israel. Thank you, Ariel. Continued success. Monday morning broadcast, you're listening to JM in the AM.